the leading with love, love, empathy, empathy, action, action, and humanities podcast. Welcome to Leading with Love, Empathy, Action, and Humanity. I am Alex Kirk, and as usual with me is Dr. Jessica Miller. And today we have another fabulous guest with us. This is uh, Sarah Garcia. Welcome, Sarah. She is an alternative high school assistant principal at the moment. And this today's topic is about resolving conflict through the Leah framework, because both these fabulous women know each other quite intimately. So, um, Sarah, welcome. Tell us a little bit about your background. Hey there. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm Sarah. I am working currently at Alternative Ed um, up in the high desert. But before that, this is actually my second year in administration. But before that, I was a counselor for six years and a teacher for seven years before that. So a few years in education and currently moving myself forward in the admin life. So you've really done, you know, you're one of those special people. You've been a teacher and you've been a counselor. And now you're crazy enough to enter administration. So you've really got quite the quite the <laughs> So um the first question is here, and I know you're gonna love this. So you and Jessica started working together back when you were a counselor, I do believe. So why did you hate Jessica so much? <laughs> I'm I'm going to really leave this one up to Jessica and I'm going to let her go first on this. And then I will uh, jump in on that as we go. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Sarah, I want you to jump in on this because I honestly don't know why we did not connect. Um, I think you're going to be able to s- tell that story better than I am. Um, but we didn't. When we first started working together, we did not like each other. We were both very, very powerful women and we clashed, I think. Is that a good word, Sarah? I would say so. I had my my roots set where I was at and she came in as a new administrator trying to take the game on and steal my master schedule and <laughs> stuff and um, wasn't a fan. <laughs> oh, wasn't a fan. <laughs> well, you're both hey. certainly strong personalities having worked with you both as well. Yes, you both know your own minds. And Oh, uh, that's true. Certainly from my point of view, it's always humorous but also kind of disturbing how as strong independent women that tendency seems to be to instead of attack the system or attack the men around you you tend to attack <laughs> each other i feel I, bad for all the men around me <laughs> and any man that walks around sarah and i especially when we're together is is in trouble doomed doomed <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about this this this, this initial beginning or, or some some ways we upset each other um and then how did you Sarah and Jessica, how did you guys start to learn to move forward and pass this? And what Sarah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you answer that one because I it's embarrassing for me to answer. So I'm gonna let you tell that whole little story of how that began. Do I get to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Or um, let's. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what happened tonight. Let's speak to facts. <laughs> uh, one one day. Um, I was walking through the quad and I noticed Jessica wearing the exact same outfit that she was wearing the day (laughs) prior. And mind you, both her and I have a love for our closets, for our fashion, (laughs) for our shoes, which is probably another reason why we didn't like each other in the beginning. We did have a we did have a strong shoe game, both of us. It was a battle. It was a battle. (laughs) So, So noticing her in this same outfit. 
it was mind blowing and what the heck? I, I know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you chime in on that one because I don't know how far <laughs> I can go on this with answering. But uh, yeah, oh, so she's trying to protect me. But the fact of the matter is, I think I think and Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong. So I was very very uh, not very personable to my staff. This was my first admin job, and I was just trying to like do my thing, right? And so when Sarah saw me come to work with the same clothes on, the same shoes, and no eyebrows, like. We connected as we connected as <laughs> we connected as humans and we connected as women because Sarah knew what that meant. I knew what that meant. Many men around us probably didn't know what that meant. I'm gonna say I still don't know what this means. I love this talking <laughs> talking in code. So basically, you know we're just gonna leave that one to the imagination. Point yeah. is she lived. Point far is away. it was clear that I did not go home between leaving the work the night before. And coming to work the next morning. But it made you see her in a it's more human. humane light, right? Not it's human. the first time. I mean, a badass bitch, human, yes. human woman, but a human nonetheless. No, our- it, it, it made me realize that we've lived the similar paths and the similar lives. It's a story that I could give. It's a similar story that many women could give. And mm-hmm. she's just as human as I was at the time. Um, and we definitely, I think in that moment, it was more we found the commonalities amongst each other mm-hmm. and not just that, but the vulnerability of it. Cause right after that, she told me what happened <laughs> and I'm sorry, in an, any administrator going and telling their, co- their not coworker, their employee what's happening. It put her in a vulnerable situation. I could have ran with anything that I felt yeah. like gone in any direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that was I just like, to do though for us. Yeah. And I think when we were what the instant trust I felt with you in that moment, though, I did, I, I think connected our humanity because we did the woman thing. We were walking across the hall, the quad coming to like, imagine like you're running towards your lover at the airport. Like we're walking like right towards each other. And then, and then Sarah's eyes get big and my eyes get big. And I'm like, this bitch has had this experience before she knows what happened. <laughs> and like that, that just ultimate connecting of humanity. We made like this eye contact, both start cracking the fuck up because we both knew what was going on. And from then on, I would like to say that I was your, your mentor and coach and friend, but now really like we've really, since we don't work together anymore, have really kind of continued to build that relationship that started with um, no eyebrows and hot shoes, I shall say. <laughs> so. You are definitely my person and it has gone beyond just work. Absolutely. I'm giving you the eyes right now, looking through this cool Zoom camera, telling you. So how did that, uh, how did this experience then, how did that help you guys move forward at work then? How did that change more specifically? Oh, we were a power work? couple after that. We ran the show. <laughs> We did run the show. And and the other thing, since we worked so well together, the amount of students that we were able to help and serve. And I'm like, how many teenage girls have we set on the right path? Because we were able to show our, in our leadership, our humanity and, and womanhood and what that looks like and what, what strong women look like. And we were able to share that with our teenage girls, which is awesome i think we were able to create full programs and systems that i currently am still using in my in my mm-hmm. position so it's long lasting um even after we both left we we knew it was 
different. Do you see Alex's face right I now? Think I'm having, I, <laughs> think, right now. <laughs> I think I'm having an epiphanal moment because when you left the school, Sarah, I became the dean and then Jessica and I were the power couple. So I'm like, feeling <laughs> like, wait a minute. I just, I'm like sloppy seconds or something. Like I, you were your first. shoe game and does not beat Sarah's shoe game. I mean, well, no. your soccer game does not meet the shoe game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of game. Jessica and I also did a lot. Of so you know, um, so how is the how uh, Sarah? How has your relationship with Jessica helped you move forward in your job positions and as and growing as a leader? How is how has that relationship with Jessica helped you do that? Everything. I would not be in the position I am if it wasn't for her, and that's one hundred percent. And I will give her all of that. Sorry, Alex, you do not get this cred. And the reason <laughs> is because she forced me into the program and that's what I'm going to go with. Literally forced me. If she could have wrote up my application and did it for me, she would have. Um, she and, and Kyla, whom I'm sure you guys are going to be speaking to sometime in this podcast, were both very adamant about getting me in as an administrator. And then when she left, when Jessica left to go to, to go be a principal, uh-huh. she had a dean spot open and wanted me in that position. and pressed me every day until I got into the program and then the, lo and behold here, that's here. A, that's that whole principalship is a whole nother podcast in and of itself but I will say that I, I there's there is there was already leadership ability in you that you were not um capitalizing on that was really weird because I was talking and I was watching your butt as you were like turning around and I was saying how wonderful you were, but that was just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the cats were doing something that so, scared me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah is a very strong woman who had leadership abilities that were evident, but she didn't know that. So part of I think leading under this framework is really that mentorship, the empathy and love for our for our folks. And make I think sometimes making them feel uncomfortable. But but building that relationship with our folks that they have the trust that they're like, okay, I trust you to be uncomfortable. I trust you to be vulnerable. I'll try this. Right. Cause Sarah went in kicking and screaming, I think. Like, I can't do this. I don't want to be an admin. Like, girl, you got leadership skills. Like, we can put these to work. I was scared. And I know you were scared, but but how did how did um kind of you deal with that fear? And then how are you? using all of this information about leading with love, empathy, action, humanity, um, helping men- mentor other women leaders. Like what, what is all of this work like for you culminating now in your position? Well, it's nice to pass it down. Um, we, were, I mean, you and I've already talked about this on the side, but there's currently someone at my own school right now, which I find funny because her name is Jessica. So it's like, <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> Jessica. And, um, it's nice because she's she's a teacher and she's trying to get into the admin life and her and I struggled in the beginning and and it's a theme. now it's a theme it's a theme <laughs> it, and now you know we're we're good she's in the process right now of finishing up her credentialing stuff and taking on new roles on campus right now and running a lot of things, but I'm not. So she's doing inductions and all sorts of stuff. So I'm I'm very happy to be working with her on a regular day-to-day basis right now. 
And are you pushing her? Like, tell me how you're able to push her to be oh, her, yeah. to her best self. I'm making her run meetings right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not making her do anything. She's choosing to do all of it, which is really nice. Um, she's currently an induction, no, not an induction coach, an instructional coach. So right now she's working with our three new teachers on campus, which is really nice. And then she just had to step down as union rep because it was becoming too much. And um, now she's working on trying to find an admin position for next school year. So that's great. I love that you're mentoring um, other women leaders in particular, but what, what qualities of your developed leadership are you passing on to her? Do you have like specific examples? Like you said, um, you're uh, having her facilitate meetings and whatnot. Like what, what support and leadership qualities are you teaching her as she does that? Does that make sense? What I'm asking. I'm thinking, um, Oh, you guys stubbed me with a hard one. It's a hard one to really pinpoint. (laughs) Well, it's, I I don't want to give myself too much credit where there's not credit due. I mean, she's got a lot of powerful characteristics and she's already, you know, working her classrooms. I mean, at an alternative ed school, it's a little bit different. We have a different type of child. So being able to work with love and equity and things like this. She already had those aspects of it. So now it was more of getting her into the positions that she needed to be to get where she wants to be. Which is huge. That makes sense. It, which is huge. Yeah. Cause when it, you know, it, it, and I'm paraphrasing and I might get this wrong, but you saw some qualities in her, you pushed her to these facilitations that might be out of her comfort zone, but at the same time, you're supporting her in that. Like you're not letting her fall. Like we need, you were giving her space. You were giving her the space to be vulnerable because that is always a vulnerable position and then encouraging her at the same time, which all falls under. I I know at one point in time in, in her career, she felt um, not supported. So I told myself this year that I was going to do nothing but support her um, and work with her and make that relationship. And and her and I are on a different level this year, which is is really nice. Last year, it was more professional. This year, it's more personal. And she's finding the human in me. (laughs) Is there a human in there for real? <laughs> so yeah, I don't I've know. seen you without your eyebrows too. I know there's <laughs> there are no. <laughs> we'll do the makeup podcast at a different time. So I'm hearing. So I'm hearing. You know, you're not the only. You're not. You're not the only strong woman out there. So how is your guys's experience? How is that changing when you the next time you do see her, you come up against? another strong woman professionally are you so quick to judge or are we learning more about acceptance of our own gender here oh no i think things are very different for me and jessica at this point in our careers and our personal and professional lives um i I mean we were very young 10 years ago because <laughs> that's i how can't believe it it's been 10 years but yeah <laughs> i think we've grown a lot in together and as women and i find this for me too um, I, I work currently in a department of very strong women. And I think since we went through our struggles that we went through 10 years ago, like that has really helped me in my new positions be like, okay, 
this girl might have a better shoe game, but is her brain going to be as good as mine? And can we work on this whole social justice thing together? Because we need to be, we need to be together to get this work done. Like we can't be fighting against each other. So I think that's helped me anyway. No, I, I agree. My current superintendent, she's amazing. And I just, I look at her and I want to be her when I grow up. And and I tell her that all the time. Um, and she's been working with me, telling me what I need to work on, which you've mentioned as well as my. Uh, did she say the same it, thing I did? Slowing it down in meetings and not talking so fast. And Oh, you know. wow. I wonder who else said that. <laughs> And I, so that's my goal this year. I'm running all the staff meetings this year because I need to slow down. You do. But I love that you can be reflective about that. And I love that you have another another female mentor. And I know we're really yeah. focusing on female leaders in this episode, but I think female leaders um, have a certain set of challenges that some male leaders do not. And I think when we stick together and grow together... That that's where we need we'd be supporting each other, not ostracizing each other. Absolutely. So yeah, from I what I've seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. just people need to lift each other up and be kind. The humanity. It's gotta come back down to seeing our seeing our own humanity and realizing, you know, people's own struggles and stuff, but then where people want to go. Support like you just said, supporting them, not trying to rip each other down. And it's unfortunately so easy to do in culture. And towards again as strong women to each other. So thank you so much, ladies. Thank you very much, Sarah Garcia, for joining us today. Um, hope you all learned something out there about strong leaders, especially the women I have to, to work with. Um, remember to check out our website, leahumanity.com for other blogs and more podcasts, and to go to our different social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, thank you very much, everybody. Have a good day. This has been Leading with Love, Empathy, Action, and Humanities Podcast, hosted by Dr. Jessica Miller and Alex Kirk. Production by A Serious Production. For more information, please go to www.leahumanity.com. That's www.leahumanity.com humanity dot